This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. Hey, John Murphy. What's going on? <laughs> uh, it's it's it's. I wish I could be. I wish I could um, be here with like under happier circumstances, but I'm just going to go ahead and get get down to it because basically this topic of this week's podcast is Eden. It's an endless world. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best science fiction mangas that's being published that was being published today by Dark Horse Comics. And I just wanted to, like, I just want to talk, tell everyone just like how great the series is and why you should go out and buy it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, because the series <clears throat> thing is it doesn't have an, like a really easy, uh, easy selling point. You can't just say it's about an immoral swordsman who's in order to kill, who vaunt, who's sworn to kill a thousand, a thousand evildoers before he, before he finds redemption, or it's about like what happens when um when like all the men in Japan die off. And like how the women have to go up and replace them, or just shows about but what, what words like in the through the, through the yards of a five-year-old girl, Japanese girl with the green hair and four pigtails. So it doesn't have that that kind of um, solid entry point. The best way I can boil it down to you is that it's basically a coming-of-age story set in a post-cataclysm world. Cool, I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because because the story is this is a story of um kid named well, ostensibly the main character's name. Is um, Elijah Ballard. He's a he's the son of a of the um, of the uh, one of the most infamous um, drug dealers of his world, and he's he's and the story starts off with him trying to um, trying to escape the uh, control of this of the, of the Propator Federation. Now, in this when I say post cataclysm world, this is the world that's been decimated by a, by a virus called the Closure Virus. It's basically like it just heart causes your skin to because of an overreaction in your immune system. Instant to um, ca- cause your skin to harden enough and your insides of your body to liquefy. Ooh. Fun stuff, huh? Nice virus. Yes. <laughs> and um, in this post-cataclysm world, like out the um, virus is under control, the Propator Federation has basically emerged as the world power, and they're basically bent on seeing everyone um, like underneath their hill. Now Elijah's dad w- once did business with them, but after his his daughter died um, through um, serious circumstances, he broke off he broke off communication with them. Now, the Propator Federation has um, uh, attacked his, like, tried to um, kidnap his wife and daughter, and, well, successfully, they successfully did so, but um, his son, um, Elijah, managed to get away, and now he's, be- the story opens with him making his way to, out of Propator Federation um, territory. Now, say the story, um, it's like, focuses entirely on that, to be wrong, because he eventually gets out of there, he um, gets back to civilization, he finds a way to um, interrupt, to um, stage an attack on the Propeller Federation as they're trying to like, move his move his mother and sister out of the like out of the country, and things go horribly wrong. And um, he want, and then he winds up um, be taken under the wing of one of a hooker in South South America. Things just go crazy from there. It's great stuff. Huh. I mean, it's a, it's especially it's probably one of the few hard science fiction stories that I that you see in my. That she published over here in manga, in manga today because it's because it, it focuses a lot on the tech, like like a lot of on the technology that's needed to, um, to have people survive in this post cataclysm world, mm-hmm. and the it's like and as well as the um like cool cool future tech that you've got since the story is set like well, in the well relatively near future and all, mm. but it also focuses a little great great deal on the on the mentalities of the characters as well. You got because you got Elijah, and, and essentially the story, the story focuses on him, like growing up as a 
as a person. Because like he, when you first meet him, I mean, he's just a kid. He, he like he's um, like he just try, like he's like he's trying to find out what he what he wants to do in the world and how he's going to how he's going to accomplish that. Mm. And then as as things go on, you find him eventually like realizing that hey, you know, the world isn't play fair. You've got to find you've got to go out and attack it on its own terms. Not not on its own terms, on on terms that are un, unfair to it. You got to become a become a monster in order to um, in order to get what you want in this world. And it's it's interesting seeing seeing his evolution evolution as a character. He starts off like just like you know like the uh, as your point of view character. I mean, just like the kind of kid who's innocent, he, who's kind of like a, a hindrance to a lot of a lot of people around him. But then you see him like eventually um, exposed to the injustices. Of, Justice of the world and what what's necess, what's necessary in order for, in order to achieve these things. Like he comes like a a world class like a great sniper and um actually a, and and a killer as well hmm. in order to um in order to find out what's in order to um get achieve his goals. Which is basically um the, re, the return of his of his sister from the from the Propator Federation. Now. Now, the thing is, now he's not the only um, interesting character in the series because you've also got um, Sophia, a it's like a create like a uh, let's see, a, a hacker who is, who after having eight kids um, has transplanted herself into the body of a fourteen of a fourteen year old cyborg, and she, and then also got um, Kenji, the um, Jap- Japanese killing machine, who is a who is um, got some of the craziest moves I've ever seen for any. For any psychopathic killers in just like any medium, mm-hmm. and also and let's see, and also Mana the uh, El Maya the uh, let's see, let's see the human, let's see the um, human incarnation incarnation of, a, of an artificial intelligence project, uh, who was who was kind of working the, with the Propator, Feder, Propator Federation, but not really. He's got his, he's got his own agenda. I mean, it's it's got a great cast, lots of interesting interesting characters, and. It's like it's kind of science science fiction that focuses as much as the characters as as on its text. So you've got some great, absolutely incredible um, action sequences. Like there's one point where where Sophia has to um has to um hack hack like like some like all these um cluster bombs that are about to descend on the on it's like on their on their federation on their um on their position in the South South American nation. And then also this this great action sequence where or her, or Sophia and the rest of her cast, including her sporting crew, including Elijah, have to fight off a attack from the Propator Federation in this in these South American ruins. I mean, it is it is an absolutely fascinating, incredible action sequence because like because it's just because of the the immediacy of the, the immediacy of the action just uh, just because it's it's incredibly well paced. It's it's um it's fantastically detailed and it just does not end the way you're you're expecting it to. I mean you're you're seeing this and it's like I've seen great stuff like in Katsumo Tomo Sakura. I mean, like it Eden owes a great debt to it in terms of style and action, but he's but I swear to god, these are some of the best action sequences I've I've seen in manga. like from the like especially when like like from the the attack in the third volume, but also from the from the um, airport siege sequence in Volume Five, where where Elijah tries to get his mother and daughter back, you know, his mother and sister back, mm-hmm. and things just go horribly, horribly wrong. I mean, I'm reading this, I'm thinking, 
I mean, I've read this story before, but I was reading it again for this podcast. I'm thinking, like, dude, please let it end another way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm thinking, like, you know, it's like, that's one of the signs of insanity, you know? It's like hoping something get changed, um, goes differently despite the fact that you know otherwise. But I was, I was so caught up in this. I'm thinking, like, oh, please let it end another way. Oh, God damn it. And then it doesn't. That's, you see, that's a sign of a great, great series right there. Oh. And... And it just keeps keeps and it just doesn't let up. I mean, from volume, like just for the rest the rest of volumes, like once once Elijah grow, grows up, become it's like becomes a real gangster in his own right, and then gets the uh, winds up being up with um with Lethia Lethia, um basically a uh, an artificial intelligence grown from the same same strand as Maya as Maya, who's basically she's kind of basically a, a personal com with um real with real combat combat capacity. I mean, hey, it's like eventually at one point I'm gonna have to change my change my laptop to dumbs like that because that's how awesome she is. And it, it's like I just want to just want to know how it, it's like how it's gonna end. Where where is it going from here? I mean, because yeah, there are some parts where he can get kind of kind of preachy, kind of pretentious when you're when um when Monica Hiroki Endo was showing off his his knowledge of science and all. But still, it's a it's a great um hard science hard science tale that. That's that's consistently engrossing, and no, it doesn't offer like, a good jumping on point from a later volume. But I mean, like you read this from the beginning, and you're you're going to be hooked. It's it's that good. Hmm. Yeah. Now, the problem here is that you see, Dark Horse. God knows I love them, but it's kind of like you see. There's this um, penny arcade strip <laughs> where uh, where uh, Gabe is talking about the. Um, Internet connection with Dreamcast. I mean, it's like he's just talking about, oh man, it's like I can smell that broadband. I can smell that wireless internet. I can smell that internet access right now. And then at one point he goes, and then he then he goes, then he pretty shows him in the next panel like being drunken and belligerent. It's like, baby, why you gotta make me hit you? <laughs> yeah, see, that that's my relationship with the Dark Horse. Because <laughs> they have, like some of the absolute best manga I have ever read. I mean, God knows you will never ever get me to admit that. There's a there's not a better manga being published today than Blade of the Immortal, but Dark Horse still operates under the idea that hey you know we've got all of our stuff has to has to be profitable like we can't just keep publishing stuff um, because it's great you know I mean Viz Viz has lot, makes lots of makes lots of Naruto money and well shouldn't jump I mean they are able to like publish um stuff like um like Biomega or Oku. Or 21st century boys, and these these towns might not um, sell enough to show a profit, but they can still keep doing this stuff. And Dark Horse, Dark Horse doesn't do that. Like every title is judged on its own merits, and they, yeah, and they can't um, bring, and they can't um, like keep publishing a series, you know, just because everyone seems to really like it. I know I've heard their editorial staff, like Carhorn, Jeremy Atkins, Michael Gombos. All love. They think this series is great. I don't think it's their fault. I mean, these guys. I figure it kills them more. The series they don't have able to publish the series than me. But I swear, fucking Mike Richardson, Dark Horse publisher and co-founder. I mean, goddamn it, man, wake up and smell the fucking coffee, man. You you can't keep operating like this. I mean, <laughs> Dark. I mean, it's like look at look at your competition. They they keep publishing stuff even though it's like to the end. But I mean, you can't do it. God damn it, man! Don't why? Why you gotta make me hit you, baby? Why you gotta make me hit you? Oh, 
Yeah. Man. I mean, it's... See, that's kind of the relationship I have with Dark Horse, because, I mean, with the exception of the Kurosagi Corpse Delivery Service, mm-hmm. and possibly uh, um, Ghost Talkers Daydream, which they recently um, are going to start publishing on Volume 4 um, in September, I mean, like, they have not been able to... Since the modern era, which I'm basically talking about the time when everyone realized that you could publish manga unflipped rather than flipped, um, they have only been able to sustain those two series. I mean, that basically series that don't have like an established author behind them or an established creator. Like we're talking like, hey, you know, you got your anime times like Helsing and Berserk, those things sell great. You got your established authors like say like um like Kazuo Koike and Gosuke Kojima and all their um, series like Path of the Assassin and Samurai Executioner, they – those things so well, but the titles that don't have any like, high-profile uh, anime connection or like a mon- or are really buzzed about, like they don't, they don't work. And it's like at the point where like, if Dark Horse announced another series that didn't have like a, a high-profile author or an established um, anime tie-in, I'd say, dude, why should I buy this? Because you're not going, because you're not going to, because um, you're obviously not going to be able to complete the thing. Look, look at your track record, man. Look what you, look what you, what kind of trends you've established. I mean, okay, I'd still buy it anyway because I'm, cause I'm a sucker, sucker like that. But <laughs> still, I mean, like, look at this, man. It's like you're just you're setting yourself up to fail. Why you gotta be like that? And like, it just kills me. And to be honest, like this, this whole podcast is basically my. I plead just tell you to show I did something to tell you how great Eden was because it is truly a fantastic series, and it just kills me that Dark Horse published twelve volumes of it. They got two thirds of the way through the series, and then they went and said, "Oh, now we're putting it on hiatus," which is basically Dark Horse Dark Horse ease for um yeah it's canceled. Huh. I mean, yeah, I mean like go and buy the rest of the series, like a thousand people went and buy the series. The series right now, then, then that they realize, oh hey, we can actually make money doing this. We'll go, okay, we'll go ahead and give you the rest of the series now. But I don't know. Huh. Well, I say I, I'm just doing this because like I want to, I want to let everyone know like how great I th- think the series is and it deserves better than what Dark Horse is giving you right now. Huh. And you know, to be honest, hey, you know, it's like if Dark Horse decides that hey, you know, this is this is the end. Well, let's just say that. Um, um, I want to give it the chance to uh, want to give them a chance to like you no know, keep publishing it legitimately before I start recommending ways ways that um involve the dark side of the force, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, so long story short, Eden Eden is an endless world, thoroughly brilliant, and I, I recommend anyone. Go out and pick this up right now. I mean, hey, go over to Dark Horse's thing from things from the world side. You can probably find a lot of the volumes on sale or half off. Go out, go out and buy it right now. Yeah, because and it's great. That's one of the, like the few like hard science fiction stories, stories that actually takes the science seriously. Because like not many dark series um, do that. And then there's those those other series that you know don't do it all that well, and like still get all the praise. And I'm going to be talking about one such series, um, Naruki Urasawa's um, Pluto, in the next podcast. Okay. So, hey, I mean, yeah, it's good, but is it as good as you've heard? No. Oh. No, it isn't. <laughs> okay. And on that note, everyone, we're calling it a night. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. All right.